This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, once again Merry Christmas and once again welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. This is the fourth of our World Cup specials. Yes, it is indeed and the World Cup really shaping up at the quarter-final stage. Now we all know what the vast majority of people on the planet were doing Sunday night. Mm-hmm. John, did you watch any of the game? Not one second. <laughs> Not one morsel. Did I swallow? No, um, we'd been away. Um, we had a drive back. We got home late as a result of my daughter. Do you know what saved me from any real conflict? It's the fact that uh, the games are at seven, not eight. And at eight o'clock, I might be inclined to think, if I get my daughter to bed, I can get her down by eight and then watch the game. At seven, I think, right, if I run the bath four seven and she goes to bed a bit late, that, that, just, that, that eats up any conflict because I'll just be doing that. Oh, so you're letting her have later nights so that the temptation is reduced. Exactly, She's yes. a kind of nicotine patch against football. It should be bath at half past six, in bed by half past seven for story time, asleep by eight at the very latest, usually a bit earlier than that, obviously on a school night. But during the World Cup, it's bath at seven um, and then in bed by, you know, asleep by half past eight. Now, what people worry about, John, when they hear people like you talking the way that people like you do is, are you judging the rest of us? What do people like you think of people like me? I think you're scum. (laughs) I hope hope you get stampeded by gazelle. Um, Well, no, you're in the majority. Obviously, it's not nice to feel that you're um, somehow not in keeping with the flow of the country, swimming against the tide, as it were, is tiring. But, you know, I care about all the people that are watching the games. I'm not going to say they're bad people. And probably a lot of my feeling the need to make a big decision is based on having some sort of voice and profile and it being important to me to say I'm not watching it. If I had a proper job instead of flouncing about talking crap and I worked very hard and I didn't see my kids in the morning because I left for work at seven and then I get home and put them to bed and I see them for about half an hour and then a game kicks off at seven, I'd probably crack open a beer and watch a game. Do you know what I watched? Uh, so I watched it at home uh, on Sunday night, watched us uh, beat Senegal 3-0, and we were great, John. Were we? We were really great. Uh, Bellingham's incredible. Uh, and I'm hearing a lot of that. I'm hearing oh. that the only breakout player of this tournament, as uh, when in the Euros it was uh, you know Phillips and Rice and Saka and all that, this time it's Bellingham's tournament. Is that right? It is, yeah. I mean, Foden looks great as well, and Kane is except Kane's in just in the form of his career, just a remarkable ability to pick out the perfect pass and to unlock play in a way that no one else can. He's, he's the greatest passer of the football there's ever been. I really believe he is. It's time for Fordy's hyperbole. I watched it on the city 
with fake fish and oh city. I thought you said city. Oh, say city, city again. The city. city. Yeah, like the sofa was... thing. The city. Yeah, yeah. City. You've got an L-shaped corner unit, haven't you? I have indeed, and I was on the sticky outy bit, and um, I had it with fake it was vegan fish. As you know, John, I have a lethal fish allergy, and whenever I'm in pubs, often in London on a Friday, and I smell that salt and vinegar on the chips and fish, I was think, oh, man, I can't believe I'm not allowed it. So, obviously, in this era of mm. genetically engineered mutant... Thanks to people like me. Exactly. So, I had fake fish Ooh. with chips and peas, yeah. and it was lovely, really nice. Well, obviously, you've got nothing to taste it up against so usually the complaint would be it's not quite like fish but i imagine as someone who's never had fish or maybe has had it twice followed by your throat closing you don't really have mm. that comparison did you have the the chunky it. fish or the fish fingers chunky fish it was like a I've fake fillet say, it was like a big bit not as good as the fish fingers and you are now open to the fish finger sandwich which is one of the great treats of humanity Ooh, white bread lots of butter or marge Vegan fish fingers, you can now buy vegan mayo. You can chop up a few gherkins into that mayo to make a sort of tartar sauce. I like to chop some pickled onions in there as well and some capers. Vinegar on your fish fingers, slam the uh, sandwich shot. Oh, my God. Yes, that's a really good point. I hadn't considered that yet. Oh, so that, I've never film had it, a fish film finger it, film sandwich. it, send me it. Do you know, I w- well, you know, I've got a photo. I'll, give you, I'll send you a photo. You did of the, not did send, send me a photo of, my meal? of your fish fingers and chips, your fish and chips. Let me... Let me okay. do that for you now. I'm going to judge in you on your the chips. Meantime, um, well, they were, they were just oven fries, and I didn't make them, so don't be too cruel. Um, <laughs> so I had that. So I had I had um, vegan fish, not real yeah. fish, obviously, and then I had. Um, oh my god! Where's the goddamn picture? And then I had. Oh, keep me Sorry, I'm just. Oh, I'm. I'm. I know. Hold on. Do you know what? I, I'm doing that thing where I can't get my head straight. You're all over the shop, aren't you? It's really throwing you out this winter. Here we go. World I found Cup, it. I found it. it. I found it. I found it. I found it. I found it. It's on yeah, your phone. Check it. your phone. I've got it. Oh, steam coming off them peas. That the volume of steam you've got coming off those peas suggests there's going to be uh, steam trapped underneath, which is going to cause liquid runoff and soggy under chips. I don't mind that. I like a bit of a... You know what? What a great phrase. You know when in um, films they try and find, um, for children, phrases that sound Mm. like a swear phrase? I won't give you the steam (laughs) off my peas. Wouldn't that be good for, like, fantastic Mr. Fox What do you think strikes me most? There's there's two things that are immediately apparent to me from that picture. The The remote remote controls. controls. Which one? The one, the one dangling, dangling on the, the edge of the, of the table. table. Bang on, you know me well. Slide that mm-hmm. back, mate. Upsetting. Second Will the do. second thing's on your plate. And I'm not against it, but it strikes me. It's Go your pea to chip ratio. I love peas, John. Oh, I can see that. I love them. And what I find is, if you're having, let's call it beige food, i.e. Uh, chicken Kiev chips. Processed crap. Processed crap plus chips. You do need a bit of colour on there. And also what I find is the sweetness of the peas, the way they satisfyingly pop in your mouth, mm. just give you an amuse-bouche and just keep that meal flowing in a way that, that they wouldn't that it wouldn't without them, if you see what I mean. If I was to describe your plate to the listener as a clock, I'd say your fish is down the left-hand side, 6 p.m. till 12 uh, a.m. 
Six wild 12. Six wild 12 is your fish. And then you'd be expecting, I think, most listeners would say your chips are 12 till 4 and your peas are 4 till 6. But your chips are 12 till 2. You've got two hours of uh, chips there and you've got four hours of peas. Yeah, but John, what you've also got to consider is what's under the peas? Oh, there's more chips under the peas. More chips under the peas, old friend. You won. You won. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot put peas on chips. They'll go soggy. Oh, it doesn't bother me. No, you like like a soggy chip. I can tell tell you like a soggy chip because to me, they're underdone. Anyway, no. I uh, didn't cook them. I know. Well, tell her to put them back in for another five minutes. Couldn't because the game was starting. Anyway, so I watched, I I had it with those and six cans. Of Heineken Zero. Oh, you've gone for the so Andy wasn't... Fordham route of uh, zero alcohol beer. If I just drink enough of it, it'll taste the same. Well, they were li- the little stubbies. Oh, mm-hmm. Andy Fordham uh, famously quit drinking and then uh, would drink a crate of non-alcoholic lager while he was practicing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, But he I was mean, addicted. Yeah. I mean, I just thought, because um, I'd worked the following day, so I couldn't get drunk. So I just thought, you know what? I look, but I, it did strike me. I thought, I'm having fake fish and fake beer. It felt yeah. it felt very 2022, John. Did you uh, blend up some, uh, perhaps some oat milk and have a fake shake as well? Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. Oh, John, that's lovely. Thank you. you know, maybe we should a, do that. I don't want people to think I've become this pious, sanctimonious prude. You know, I'm still a comic. You know, cut me and I bleed puns. I just, uh, I just not watching the World Cup. Have you watched any of the um, fallout, like the players celebrating afterwards and stuff? No. Why would I? Because it's happy times of the England squad returning back to their hotel, and uh, Jack Grealish is just such a happy soul, isn't he? Well, yes, perhaps too happy in in, in previous years. No, I don't. I don't. You know, the happiness is the worst thing for me because that's all the you know that's all the let's bygones be bygones crap, isn't it? So you know, if they are going to win, I think they should go back to the hotel, go to bed, and sleep literally until the next game. I think Harry Kane probably does do that. Go into stasis, into sort of cryogenic chambers, like the Thundercats did when they left Thundera. Yes, exactly. In pods. Until the England squad travel in time suspension pods, Rico ain't watching. That's it. Freeze our that. boys. Oh, i tell you what you would have liked, John. Mm-hmm. i tell you what you... And I almost... I, I had to try... I mean, it took all my self-control not to actually cry. Oh, lovely. In Southgate's post-match interview when he's asked about Raheem Sterling. Now, you may have seen on the news oh. an incredible scenario where Raheem Sterling's house was raided by armed gunmen. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and and the incredible phrase, some things are more important than football, which to me is two or three weeks late. Let's think of Raheem's family. Absolutely. Support that 100%. Let's ignore the families of the dead workers. I don't think that's what Gareth Southgate... I think that's unfair on Southgate to, to suggest that's his worldview. I, I, I'm not implying for a second that Southgate is a bad man and everything he said about Raheem Sterling and his horrific predicament, I support. However, the irony did strike me. Okay, so then, in John opinion, in John Richardson, maybe we do this at the in uh, John um, opinion. week. Who's who is a bad man? Uh, Who's this week's bad man? Oh, that's good. Um, I, do you know? And this and this points out the flaw at the heart of John Richardson because when you when you give me a vehicle like this and you give me the chance to on a public platform decry who I think is a bad human being, do you know what my brain says? Go personal. Don't waste this yes. platform by outing yes. somebody everybody's talking about. Talk about yes. someone who's pissed you off 
face to face this week. Really name and shame some piece of yeah. shit from your private life. Yeah. Um, do you know who I'm going to go for? Oh, no, I'm not. Mm. Mm-hmm. Give me a minute. T- tell me what you were about to tell me about Gareth Southgate that nearly made you cry. And then well, I'll no, it was that. It, it, was, it, was, it was the quote you hated. It was when he said some things are more important. And I just thought you're letting oh, yeah. <laughs> right. one of the stars go. Obviously, you had to go home. But I just thought, yeah. what an amazing man. No wonder these players are playing for him when he looks after them like that. I, I just thought it was remarkable. Yes. Well, some things are more important than football. Okay. Here's a good. And, and obviously, let's take human rights as red. Yeah. And other things like that, like. Yeah, solving poverty, hunger, recognize this is a World Cup special of a football podcast. But let's uh, big issues aside. Big what, issue. What is what? Uh, what 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 is more important than football? Uh, crisps, uh, chips. <sighs> it's tricky, isn't it? Oh, I tell you what, I did this week. John, God, you're gonna love me for this. <laughs> Each week on my Tesco shop. Yeah, I. You know how you like you get the Christmas section now. I just add it. You get like flavors you can't get the rest of the year. Oh yeah, of course you do. Your pigs in blankets, crisps, and so on. One hundred. Um, so uh, I then add two or three different ones a week and just rotate them mm-hmm. so that over the course in the run up to Christmas, I've got a very clear view of the crisp landscape and the flavors that I prefer. Okay. So I've got to recommend Tesco's turkey and stuffing balls. They come in a massive bag. Like cheese very balls. Flavorsome. You what? A crisp, like a cheese ball. Yeah, like maize-based snacks. So the consistency of okay. a, a tangy tom. Yeah. Oh, but turkey God, and stuff. I've had a tangy they... tom for years. That's such a lovely reference. Thank you very much. So the genius um, is putting tangy in the title because you can feel it in the back of your mouth and your back of your palate. There, you, you can. can feel can that those tank. Ghostbusters crisps? They had a similar bit of. Yes. Uh, yeah. What I would call a bit of left-hand side on them, just that mm-hmm. extra twang that would wrap itself around oh, the back of the tom. Oh, you bastard! Away. Yeah. So I had so they're my top pick, the turkey and stuffing balls. But this week I also tried um, Tesco finest do caramelized onion vegetable crisps. Oh, now that that's a lot of words there. I don't like. Okay, take them in order. What's the first word you don't like? Caramelized. Why? Because it implies a sweetness. I don't want caramel in my savory snacks. Very often, as uh, I don't have I ever mentioned this on the podcast that I am a vegan. Has it come up? Mm, I can't remember, maybe. really. I've been such a sanctimonious twat about other things. I can't really remember whether I've mentioned the veganism. I it, Very often your option is some sort of caramelized beetroot, caramelized onion. I'm a man who likes pickled onion, pickled beetroot. I like sour, sharp, spicy. But because I'm vegan, the assumption is I have a weak palate, the palate of a Victorian ghost. And all I like is little sweet, delicate flavours. And I don't, I like to be hurt by my food. I like it to punish me the minute it enters my mouth until it leaves my sphincter. But um, caramelised onions, it's just too sweet. It's like uh, braised cabbage. Oh, I love it. Yeah, but sometimes it's that it's that balance, isn't it, between the red wine and the vinegar flavours and yes. the spice and the sugar flavours. And sometimes it's like jam on the side of your roast dinner. It's disgusting. And sometimes wallop. It's a little bit of twist, a little bit of spice. It's nice. Sometimes, John, when you talk, you, you piss me off on such a level <laughs> that I can, I can feel my bones itch. Other times when you talk, I feel like I'm cradling you in my arms. And just then I just felt... I felt we were physically so close to each other. Yeah, bonded. I just thought that was such phenomenal analysis. Oh, I tell you what, if I ate meat, we'd be closer as friends. That's a fact. 
you know, it, it's, 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 it's a frustration that because you don't eat a lot of meat, do you? But it's those special no. occasions, you know, that we, we enjoy uh, an American diner meal, don't we, with our friends? It's our big reunion special. And yeah. um, it's awkward being the one who has to have the, you know, the veggie stack or whatever it is, or the vegan hot dog. You want to be able to say four Philly cheesesteaks and a round of beers. And it, it does uh, drive a wedge. Every roast dinner with family. Oh, have you got a vegan option? Yes, I'll have the nut roast. Cue the same gags every time. Oh, do you want a bit of my beef? I won't look while you eat it. Same gags every time. It does drive a wedge, which I'm, I'm sorry about. But I don't feel like it's driven a wedge between us at all, John. Obviously, what I feel, you know, re um, perhaps veganism and, and football is, is I agree with you on on, on the on the global issues. Of course, mm. um, I feel like by not going to the tournament at all, I've been very, uh, you know, I've I've sacrificed something. Uh, I keep getting the emails from the England Travel Club about tickets for France. I'm like, oh my god! And then I talk to you, and then I'm I almost feel guilty for even watching it. Good, good. So I've mm. brought you on happiness. Oh, yes. Oh, good. That's For many years. Well, do email in hello at cpfpl.com if I've managed to bring you a a modicum of unhappiness in your life. It is what I strive to do. Let me know if I've ruined anything outside of football for you. I'd love to to talk to you about the presence of palm oil in crisps and the risk of that uh, becoming carcinogenic in the blood. Yes, you, you, you. Actually, when I sent you a, a, a photo of me cooking soup the other night, you, you mm-hmm. made some comment about the pan, and I just thought, oh, God. Oh, your pan is a disgrace. Your pan is absolutely pan. criminal. Yeah, all the all the uh, <clears throat> all the black non-sticks come off. You've been scraping with non-wooden utensils. That's what I can see. You've been in yeah. a rush. You've stuck the stainless steel spoon in there to stir your broth, and you've scraped all your non-stick off. Where's that gone? Straight into your food. What's that doing to your rotten gizzards? Well, it, 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 it's not a product of being in a rush. I've had that saucepan for. <sighs> Oh, I know. That looks Six like years. Jesus had that saucepan before you. But what? It, it's fine. Surely you don't want me to waste it. You'd want me to keep reusing. I'd like you to recycle it or have it recoated, of course, in an ideal world. But I've got to be honest, I don't do that. You've got to give yourself a break at some point. Get yourself a new pan or line the pan or use it for something else, you know. But you can't keep using that pan, mate. Crime against your body. It's a lovely size and shape, and and I've had pans that I've been sorry to let go of. But you know, I've had the great fortune to marry a woman who takes those decisions away from me, and I come home and those pans are gone. Sometimes perfectly good pans are gone. All my all my plastic chopping boards are gone. All plastic utensils removed from the house. What do you think of that? Well, uh, again, I think once you've got them, surely. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, adding to mm-hmm, clutter and waste is mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. the least uh, ecologically. And what happens uh, then? Things to do. What happens then? You buy a wooden chopping board. What happens to that wooden chopping board? It gets put in the dishwasher. What happens then? Yes. It splits in half because it becomes soaked with wood. Even I keep saying, wipe it with a damp cloth. I mean, I've got to say, John, I don't trust wooden chopping boards one bit. On, uh, on, on no level do they work for me. I just must. I always I, think I there are germs you. in there I mm-hmm, can't mm-hmm, reach. Glass. Get a nice glass one. You know what you can do now? You can get these glass chopping boards, John, that have um, a kind of uh, adhesive sticker on the bottom. You know, we've got a Smith's album one. You can get Oasis ones, Forest ones. I'm sure you can get a Leeds one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Brightens the place up, customises your your, your chopping surface. Well, do you know what's Uh, probably off doing that? Because I have gone to get one of those, and then there's a little Mm. sticker on it in the supermarket that says this is not a chopping board and should not be used as such. I guess a risk of shattering. I mean, what are they doing selling it then? What are they doing selling it? What next? These aren't shoes. Don't wear them. Yeah, these pricks. <laughs> What's this? This isn't a till. Don't pay here. <laughs> <laughs> 
This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. So let me, um, let me, because um, obviously I've, uh, you know, I, I feel it's a football World Cup special and we should talk about the football aside my pious wanking on. Um, I am aware I was gigging last night, but all the chat in the green room was that Brazil looked sensational. So are they favourites or are we favourites? Well, I've got to be honest, I didn't see much of the Brazil game last night. I was also performing at the... The uh, the Duchess Theatre, my residency, the political party, where I was interviewing the Shadow Chancellor, Rachel Reeves, about her economic policy and what Labour would do should they win the next election, not having the sort of favourable economic outlook that the incoming Labour government did in 1997. Really interesting chat. I loved the uh, statement yesterday about devolution of power. Oh, I loved that. I watched that yeah. live. Keir nice Starmer and Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown really good. back on the agenda. Yes. They were, they were both very, very good. So where were you gigging last night? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, Ooh. Well, I, I, uh, one grows tired of oneself. I was at a charity gig uh, that we'd organised to raise uh, funds for families struggling in the cost of living crisis. Okay, that's good. I, Whereabouts? Well, you're not going to like this, mate. Derby. That's okay. There was a hilarious... Why Derby? Uh, well, we, uh, and by we, I mean my wife, uh, put out a tweet asking for schools that have uh, registration of more than 70% pupil premium. So 70% pupils on free yes. school meals as a sort of barometer of where uh, families are struggling the most. And um, a school got in touch that has that quota. So we put a gig on in the school. Um that jade uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was an amazing bit where um, the M1 was shot. So uh, I drove us to the gig. It was a very windy, dark drive. You know those drives where you don't really know where you're going. You're just following the sat nav with full trust. Lucy, mm. as a result, it turns out, does not know where Derby is uh, and didn't know where we'd gone, even though she'd put the gig on. Um, so she said, oh, it's lovely gigging back in the north. And there was a sort of murmur in the room. <laughs> And she said, is this not the North? And they said, no, no. Um, and she said, where are we then? If it's not the North and it's not the South. And they went, the God. Midlands. And she said, oh, I thought we were near Manchester. Oh, my God. This is terrible. <laughs> and then she said, so is this Nottingham then? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and they said, they booed. Oh, it was a wonderful moment. They booed at a charity gig. Um, it was God. all playful. And she said, oh, right, do you not like Nottingham then? Why is that? And they said, the football team. And she went, but Nottingham Forest are quite good, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good on Lucy. It was mid-December, but I'll tell you what, that is, that'll be the highlight of my gigging this year. 2022 um, gig highlight, Lucy telling a crowd in Derby that Nottingham Forest had a good football team. Oh, I love that. When are you next seeing her? Uh, oh, Thursday. If you could just shake her by the hand. I will so, do, yes. Number 40, well played. We auctioned off a signed Derby shirt, much japes. Um, I mean, how much did that go for? How much would you pay for a signed Derby shirt? It was a silent auction, so obviously you put a piece of paper in a in a box. Well, no one bid. Highest. Well, we did that gag. Nobody wanted nice. it. It came out on a little trolley. It was on the bottom. I said, so the prizes are stacked in order of uh, importance. So at the top there, you've got the fruit hamper, and at the bottom, the Derby shirt. Well, yeah, I imagine fun. in Derby... League One Football Club, Spirit of... Um, 50 quid. Double it. A ton. 100. A ton. 
Yeah, that's lovely. That's, it. that's nice. Nice. I mean, players that no one knows, not even people in Derby, once you're at that level. No, well, the good news is it was it was a last season shirt, so technically it was a championship <laughs> uh, shirt. Oh, was Rooney's signature on it? I don't know, actually. I didn't uh, I didn't touch or look at it. That might, a general that, might, of interest. that might appreciate Vanny was a piece. Have you uh, seen the Rooney before. interview? I keep seeing uh, tweets about incredible stuff from the Rooney interview, and I haven't watched it yet. Have you? He is. Uh, as, as men whose weight fluctuates, mm-hmm. um, sure. I, I, I don't want to. He, he is looking unhealthier by the hour. <laughs> yeah. He is declining and expanding at a rate that is like. Not health. I mean, he must just be gorging. He looks so unhealthy. He looks like he's, he doesn't sit on a chair. He sort of sits into a chair. He sort of Imagine him on Boxing Day. Oh, Bloody, you know you know when you look at um you know I think of the street I grew up on and, and the diet of some of the dogs on that street and the, and the foul poos they did based on the, the terrible cheap mm. processed tinned meat. God knows what was in it. I think that with Rooney, I think, God, when it comes out the back end, it must be a state. I bet he's not done a solid one since about 2010. Yeah, and I bet everyone is urgent. Every shit is an absolute emergency for that man. Imagine the imagine the acid reflux he's getting in yeah. the mornings. Oh, he lives on Rennie's. Always, always, always in his pocket. He, he'll be. I'll tell you now. He'll be on. He'll be on prescription level stuff. He Guaranteed. Is, oh, do you think he's on Mega Rennie's Rennie XL? He'll be on. Also, he'll be on that. What's it called? Omeprazole. A, a, a oh yeah. He, he, he'll also. That. He'll also. He'll have all sorts of stuff for his heart. And, went, went I mean, his blood pressure. I thought I was having a heart attack. I went to the doctor. How do you work in a, in a, in a work where you're <laughs> surrounded by, like, fitness equipment? Like, all day, you're, you're training athletes, and you don't think, I might just do a couple of laps. I mean, it couldn't be easier for him to be fit. Yeah, but I think what he's got is he's one of them where the more obscene he looks, and I would put our Ronaldo, not new Ronaldo, not this disgusting pointy, muscly-bodied one, the sulky one, our Ronaldo, triangle head. The more Mm, out of shape they look. Yeah, Maradona the same. The more out of shape they look, the more blown away you are by their touch. So there's something intrinsically wonderful about seeing a Paul ping towards a round manager on the sidelines and he just traps it instantly and pings it in top bins. And actually, the more out of shape you are, the more impressive that looks. God, he's still got it. Do you think that's why he's doing it? I don't think that's why he's doing it. I think he's probably got some complex emotional issues that lead to him using food and alcohol as a support mechanism. Or he wants to be the best footballing fat man. Possibly. Take it to Channel 5. Ooh, footballing fat men. Best footballing fat men. Where me and you um, put on weight. And it wouldn't take much. More weight. And then we uh, (laughs) basically raise a rudder, Maradona... Um, Rooney. Yeah, we struggle with yeah. booking some of them. I don't think we could call it that either. There would be ethical. I, I, I'm being flippant. I, I make. I, I do not find this. Is you know, there it, something in your love of this England team? In that, I, I think Rooney looked like a man whose farts smelt when he was playing. I wouldn't mm. say the same about your Fodens, your Sackers, your Canes. I mean, Kane no. looks like a traditional. You know, I, I say this all the time. He, he looks like he could be in any generation. You could see him in a World War Two outfit in a black and yes. white photo without changing anything about it, and it would look fine. But he looks like he doesn't do smelly farts and poos. They look sort of clean. Yes, I, I, I mean, I, I imagine with most Premier League footballers now, they are just. 
I wonder if any of them ever reflect on that. It never comes up in an autobiography, does it, when they say, you know what, when I was 29 and playing for United, they were the best farts I ever did. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to thank the, uh, I've got to thank Cheryl in the kitchen for getting me off uh, processed meat. It really changed the uh, effect of my toilet on my marriage because it does affect a marriage. Who do you think's got the smelliest and cleanest farts in the current England squad? Um, it's the question worst, they're not I'm, asking. Not getting this on the Guardian football. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like crisps and meat. I like bacon. Yeah, because he'll, he'll be sneaking snacks and stuff. Yeah, of course he is. And probably the odd tab. Yeah. So, you know, that, that'll pollute his gizzards. Whereas, um, I mean, Foden looks like his... Uh, he still looks like he does baby poos. <laughs> you think little pellets? I think I think um, Southgate has to, like, wind him in the afternoon and he, like, <laughs> does those, like, milky baby pukes. <laughs> and I imagine he's the only England player who's got, like... What do they call him? Like a mobile above the bed that, like, plays music and oh, shapes. Yeah. Oh, that's very sweet. Um, if we were working on a TV lines. format, I think we'd make a series of sketches about that. Well... We're, we're not. We're not. We'll do it on YouTube. We'll, we'll own the means of production. Yeah, perhaps we'll do it at the live show coming up now, isn't it? You can smell it, it's that close. Oh, and it's going to be a brewery as well. I cannot wait. It has, of course, sold out uh, Sunday the 11th of December, CPFPL Live. If you're coming along, email us, hello at cpfpl.com. Uh, and it is being recorded exclusively for another slice listeners. So do sign up to that. Here's an idea. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. we'll we'll maybe do another one at the end of the season to, to commemorate the end of the season. So perhaps... Yeah. Uh, uh, emailing suggestions as to where you'd like us to do that. And if there's a lot of people in one place, obviously everyone does everything in London, but it would be nice to be outside London, I think. Um, it would. I mean, let's be honest. We, we, we're going to have to do a tour at some point. So we'll, we? we'll do... Of course. Is that where this is heading? Oh, I'll tell you what, we could just do like one live one a month. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Throughout the year and just rather than like have it as a compact tour, just have it... Buy a pub. I mean, let's... it's not... Buy a pub and call it like the 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 fantasy arms or something, and then yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah. we'll just open it as a live venue. We'll just podcast every night in front of an audience and just get hammered. That'd be fine. God, that it? sounds great. Oh, it'd just be like Big Brother, but just me and you playing. Oh no, no, what's my name? Hammered, <laughs> and then bicker. We we would descend to bickering <laughs> yeah. too quickly now. The second day. Oh, why don't you? F- you know your fucking problems. And I'm gonna say you, I mean people like you. Fucking banging on about it. What are you what are you fucking doing, eh? Who made that point? Maybe that point was made by a fucking uh, someone who don't like you're not asked, have you? You're inconsistent. Now you may have seen John. Uh we we've covered um interesting prizes in football uh before. The same um, Frey Bentos. Signed for Bentos. Um, so um, the Man of the Match Award at uh, Non-League Lewis FC um, was some freshly picked spring onions um, <laughs> handed to uh, Io Olakoga. Um I mean, they do look good. I don't know if you've seen the picture of it. It's been doing the right no, thing. Spring, they're like leeks. Yeah, I like a spring onion. Do you ever call them um, scallions? Scallions. No, I don't because I'm not Irish or American. But, Do you know um, why I like to hear the word scallion? Because it's got scally in it. Well, not far. It sounds like galleon. And I always think, ooh, the high seas when I'm eating them. I think I've worked this is what Long John 
Jack Sparrow ate. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it gives you a sort of link to history. Yeah. Um, you know, I just find it cool. I just think, oh, yeah. If stuff's older, I... I can. I think it tastes. Do you know what I mean? I kind of think. Oh yeah, I can really taste the history in these these Iranians. Yeah, I have. Uh, there's something about feeling like something was cooked in a cauldron that Henry yes. VIII ate. Yes. Um, I've bought some posh vegan steaks this week. Um, there's a new kind out. They're called Juicy Marbles. In fact, you sent me a picture. I'm gonna. Uh, in fact, just Google Juicy Marbles now I'm on your phone. Juicy Marble steak. And have a look Ooh, at fancy plant meat. That's what it says. Yeah, I mean, <gasps> have a look. Bloody at that. hell! It looks like meat, John. It looks like meat, doesn't it? It Looks like a steak. Oh so my god! I'm gonna be having that for my tea tonight with peppercorn sauce and chips. Um, first ever time you've had this. First ever time I've had it. Um, um, and and one of the recipes that they recommend with it is a beef, um, the traditional red wine beef stew. And I'm going to make one of those tomorrow with some spring onions. So I'll feed back. And I ate a food this week that you asked me to feed back on, the Chicago Town Vegan Cheeseburger Pizza. Excellent. Um, so tell us everything. Okay. I won't be buying them again. What the deal breaker in buying them was that they chopped up gherkins into the mix and put them on the sauce, and I thought that was very brave. As a, if I'm honest, it was foolhardy because the gherkins make it too sweet. Um, but it was it was nice to see the Chicago town guys getting on board, and um, it was a nice snack. But it didn't justify how bad I felt afterwards for eating processed crap. If you're gonna so do it, on, go you, big. You, you still felt bad afterwards. Yeah, I felt bad for eating it because it, there's not you know you know when you eat a f- well what what they call food like substances, th- there wasn't a single natural ingredient in that dish. Processed bleached white flour dough with vegan cheese and whatever the burger stuff was made out of, and a gherkin that was at one point a, a vegetable, but then was pickled, vinegared, dried out, frozen. You know, th- th- my body would have processed that and said, what's that? It's like toy money. Like going to a shop to pay with toy money. I don't know. This just says 50 monies on it, and there's a picture of a smiling chipmunk. <laughs> I would love that to be the new fiver. <laughs> there's always a debate about, um, like, diversity on money, which I'm absolutely on board with. We've never had an animal, have we? No, we, we haven't. Had a chipmunk on it. Gordon the Gopher on there. What animal would you put on a British fiver? What is the most iconic British animal? An angry grey squirrel or a London pigeon? A one-legged, uh, like a one-eyed council estate pit bull. <laughs> yeah. ah! That one they always used to use in the Daily Mail to like <laughs> highlight dangerous dogs, like a status dog, foaming at the leash. Gob. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you put me off McDonald's a lot. I remember you telling there's oh, nothing in it. Oh, it's more joy I've taken from you. That's good. Mm. Oh, wonderful. There's nothing in it nutritionally. I was like, but it's just food. Well, obviously, I've always eaten pretty healthy. It's just that I will drink a lot and also, you know, I love the odd pizza. But yeah, I remember you saying that about McDonald's. I just thought, oh, God, I'm not having that again then. Well, what you do is what I find fascinating is that what they say you should do is eat the rainbow. It's mad that this isn't a food podcast, isn't it? But anyway, they say you should eat the rainbow. Um, what That's you skittles. do. Yeah, so you have some red food, some orange food, some green food. There obviously aren't any purple foods, but you get the point. What you do is on Monday, you will eat a kilo of red food, and on Tuesday, you will eat a kilo of orange. You flood your body. I'll never forget the talk sport era when you were eating a bag of apples during the show. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was trying to explain to you, it would be better for you to have one apple, one orange and one banana than to literally sit and eat a kilo of apples while you broadcast. And and, and as is as is borne out by your pea to chip ratio, you know, if it was a, a maybe some peas, some carrots and some, you know, raw food is best for you, some sliced red pepper, your body would be getting a, a, a flood of different vitamins and minerals. But what you said is, it's pea day. Brace yourself, guts. Here comes a ton of peas. You know what? You're, that is the old me. You need to get on board with the new me. Yeah. The soup I sent you the other night. That's oh, all yeah. the colours in one bowl. Yeah, the soup looked good. It was the pan that The fish and me. chips, I'm not going to have loads of like broccoli and carrots with it. Peas are what you have with that sort of thing. Uh, you put carrots in curry, you lying turd. Yeah, not with chips and, and fish. It's worse to put it in a curry. No, it's not. I'm going to go back and look at your soup and see if I can pick out the different elements. Um, I get at least 10 items of vegetables into every soup. <laughs> oh, I get plenty of sleep, mate. Um, I can <laughs> so, see. And I'm going to list them for you. Peppers. Un- every soup, my, I start with onion, garlic, celery, ginger, chili. All fresh. That's Lovely. five. That's your base. Then I usually add. You're all about the base, aren't you? Broccoli, carrot, leek, peas, pepper. I then may add, if I need to sleep, potato because i'll tell you i'm on steroids at the moment and i am manic as hell and um i'm wide enough as it is and with the roids coursing through me um spuds are the only thing that get me off at night (laughs) (laughs) i need i need a potato at night to knock me out you know what i'll do as well john sometimes and just for the soup lovers out there um what some of you may have thought is, and if you're not putting a potato in that, once you've blitzed it, it can be quite thin. So a really good cheat, and I figured this out myself, is to chop up some baby corn and add that. And then when you blitz it, that gives it that thickened, almost potato fluffiness. Mm. I like it very much. Here's a song for soup lovers. Tonight. Do you know what? what tune. Do you know what I used to use when I was in my bed set as a cheap way of thickening soups and stews? Oh, I used God. To have a- bag of uh, sort of cheap smash equivalent, basically powdered mash, and I would sprinkle some of that in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nutritionally, there was nothing in that. Oh, yeah. No, nutritionally, it's not good, but it's a good way. Sort of gravy granules as well. You know, a good way of adding some instant thickness and flavour. Yes, but the problem is is with gravy granules, and I've done that before with soup, it does make it into the consistency of gravy. You get that horrible gelatinous. yes. Yes, you're right. No, bad, bad cheat. Bad, bad, bad John of the past. Bad old, past John. Bad, bad, bad past John. But don't do that old John. Young John. John, I've got some exciting news. You're retiring from comedy and emigrating. <laughs> no, even uh. more exciting than that. We are going to release our very own CPFPL podcast beer with Kirkstall Brewery, and we've asked our listeners to send in their suggestions for what it should be called, uh, and like Erling Haaland, they have delivered. So, we've got a name for our new beer. Can you remember what it is? It's CPFP Hellas. It's a real quench boost. Um, I think it, I can't believe... This is so cool that we've got our own beer. CPFP Hellas, a real quench boost, will be released soon by Kirkstall Brewery and we'll be giving some away as prizes to listeners and another slice subscribers. And 
We might even get some paraphernalia made up of beer mats and bar towels. This is the dream come true. Now, as we know, Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious and CPFB Hells will be no different. We've got our own beer! As well as brewing great beer, Kirkstall also have some of the best pubs in Yorkshire, like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Inn in Bradford, and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. You can get 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. Just visit the website, kirkstallbrewery.com, click on shop, and enter the code for 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. And oh my God, Coming to market soon, our own beer, CPFP Hells, a real quench booth. Can you imagine? I mean, is it the most egotistical thing in the world to get drunk on your own beer? It would be worse if it was called, like, 4 I got drunk on our own show. I've had five pints of me. Getting high on your own supply. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to taste it. Would you like to play Oh No No, What's My Name? Yes, I would. Here we go. Ding dong. Here we go. Oh, who's this? Hello there. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Sorry I'm late. It's all right. Come on in. Um, can I get you a drink? Mind me head on the door. I think Bloody I know who you are. And I'm, can I just say, big fan. Oh, thanks very much, Pet. Thanks. I, I really appreciate that. And it's nice to know people out there supporting us, you know, and backing us. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And, and do you feel like you've had a good week? Oh, I've had an absolutely amazing week. I cannot, I cannot say what an amazing week it's been, you know, just the whole thing, man. Just, oh, f***ing hell, are those turkey balls? I'm f***ing starving. And, and what is your favourite food? Oh, um, I like prawn cocktail and a roast Ooh. dinner. Roast beef, okay. potatoes, gravy. Okay, okay. Was that a shock? I think you sound like you knew who I was, but then maybe you've changed your mind. No, 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 no. I, I think I know who you are. Who's your favourite musical artist? Oh, now, that I don't know. Um, so Get, let's see. Uh, you don't know who your favourite musical artist is? No, no one's ever asked us that. Or more to the point... When I've answered that question, uh, John hasn't uh, been paying attention, so he right. doesn't know. Do you know? Okay. Why don't you I know? do know. If you're Mr. Big Potatoes, why don't you tell us what your favourite uh, musical artist is? No. Guess. The Eagles. <laughs> no. Uh, Female. Guess again. Uh, the Sheagles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're quick-witted, you are, aren't you? Oh, I, do you know, it's a much underestimated part of my personality. You know, people say I'm a real laugh. You know, obviously the team I play in, they said we was a real laugh and that. You know, that's what we're famous for, like going viral on the internet and that and having a great laugh. But uh, actually, uh, I'm, I like a pun. Oh, maybe you're not. Okay, female singer-songwriter is your favourite artist. Oh, I know. It's bloody John Armatraden. Are you? Can I? Can I just check? You, Why don't you have a little guess who you think I'm, mate? Would would in a previous life Aye. would your family have taken in Bigfoot? Oh no, they wouldn't. But I understand why you think that. 
Bugger, 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 bugger. Yeah, so go back and think about somebody who's... I tell you what, go back and ask us, uh, because I thought you know who I was. I wasn't being very clear with the clues because I wanted the game to go on a bit longer. But why don't you ask us again if I've had a good week? And bear in mind, I nearly hit my head in your doorframe when I come in the f***ing door. Yeah, I I, I thought... As well, the impression's gone a little bit awry. Well, I'm guessing you're from the northeast of England and you're very oh, tall. Aye, oh, And you play for England. Aye. So I thought you were Jordan. Jordan. Oh, there's two Jordans. Holy crap. How has no one ever... There's two Jordans in the starting 11. I thought you were Jordan Henderson, but I think you might be Jordan Pickford. No. Oh, I tell it. you what. Uh, here's a trick, though. What could you t- what's an interesting fact about the name Jordan? Um, it's also the name of a place and a Aye, basketballer. But what else? Um, and of trainers. It's not just a man's name, is it, Jordan? It's a woman's name. Oh, that so might you've be got a woman's a name. Worth picking at. So you've got a woman's name. I have got a woman's name, and I'll tell you why. Because I've got a pair of tits as well. I'm a woman. <laughs> Wow. I wow. didn't see that. How did I miss either. that? So when you said, have I had a good week? You know, bear in mind, I was very hungry. I've had a good week, sure. But I had a better, you know, last month. Right. So you're part of the Lionesses. Oh, Jill Scott. It's a pleasure to meet you, mate. Thanks. I'm going to take all your food and I'm going to leave <sighs> now because my diary's full. Because I'm the queen wow. of the booty jungle, mate. Jill, what a pleasure. Sorry I didn't recognise you. That's Sorry, all I right. I do Sorry, sound I a lot like Jordan you. Henderson. Um, just on Jordan Henderson, do you know who his favourite um, musical artist is? Uh, uh, it's a female singer-songwriter, isn't it? Adele. Alicia Keys. Is it? Yeah. Wow. I've seen that on a documentary once. My uncle runs a piano hire company called Alicia Keys. You what? My uncle runs a piano hire company called Alicia Keys. That's really clever. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Jill, you're you're great at puns, man. I love a pun, me. I bloody love a pun, me. Anyway, Jill's got to go now. Oh. Okay. Magnificent. See you later. Bye. There we go. That was the first Lioness to feature on uh, Oh No No, What's My Name? Lovely. 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 So, what do we do now? Is that it for this week? I think that's it for this week. Um, it is. Well, the next time we record an episode of this, it will be recorded live oh, in Harrogate oh. on the 11th of December. That will be available for Another Slice listeners. And you can, if you want to subscribe to Another Slice, um, you can go to anotherslice.com slash cpfpl, where there's four exclusive episodes there already and the live episode there exclusively for the Diamond Club. We might put out some clips because we are aiming, of course, in the live show to wrap up a lot of the uh, forfeits that are hanging over from last season. So it would only be fair to to share bits and pieces of those with uh, people not able to make the live show. Uh, but yes, we will be live and then we'll be back next week with another show. Enjoy the football. And I mean that. I know I'm a pious piece of shit, but if you're watching it, bloody enjoy it. And uh, good luck to the, the, the lads. Um, and um, just, you know, all the best with your endeavours. Unless, Thank of you. course, you do anything I don't approve of, in which case, just, just, to, I want you, next time England score a goal, I just want you to picture me just shaking my head and going, 
Oh, that was very, um, you were like a little squirrel there. I am quite squirrel-like, I think. Oh, no. Yes. Corporate rat and sanctimonious squirrel could be pals. Oh, they could you imagine the clashes? Oh, vermin. Both. (laughs) (laughs) So, thank you so much for downloading this. Uh, Tweet us uh, at ComediansFPL. Email us hello at cpfpl.com. Look us up on Instagram, Facebook. Leave a five-star written review. And if you come into the live show, we'll see you in Harrogate on Sunday. Enjoy the World Cup. Bye. Bye. Bye.